like scary stories, if you like tasty beers, open up your mouth holes and open up your ears for... It's so much cabbage. It's a cabbaginess. It's a it, there is a cabbaginess to this beer, but there's also a pickliness, and I really like it. <laughs> I mean, I would definitely drink it in an airport. Yeah. Oh, well, well, I'm, that what an what an incredible what segue. segue. What an incredible yeah. segue. It's almost friends, like planned. Friend, li- listener, friends. Hello, friends. Listener, Look, friends. Gentle we, listener. The plague is upon us. Yeah. Yes. And all Has your the- favorite places to go get shit-faced are closed because of the laws. It's true. Hopefully they're closed. Ideally. Oh, if, if, if anybody out there gives a shit about you, they've probably closed <laughs> these places. Yeah. Now, what do you do if you want to get shit-faced with your friends and you don't want to have them over to your house? I don't know. What do you, you do? Get you faced in a park. You love no. You love that bar smell. You love going out places. You want to feel what like do you you're do? going out. How, wh- I don't know, babe. What? Well, if you're four lads in Ireland, you buy <laughs> you buy nine euro plane tickets and go to the airport terminal where you just find the bar there and get sh- and get shit hammered. <laughs> Fuck yes. And not. I mean, on your there's flight. there's like. Probably really good taxi service to take them home afterwards. Oh, yeah. The human they're, spirit will not be contained. Yeah, I mean, they're paying overpriced. They're like paying more for the beer because is, they're paying more for the experience. You're paying right? for the experience. Look, people are buying experiences now, right? That's what you're supposed to spend your money on. Not things, but experiences. These yes, boys and now bought these- a bar experience at an airport because they couldn't but buy a bar experience un- at and now and now arguably they're buying a prison experience maybe or they're buying they're gonna be buying uh some sort of uh fine a hospital experience <laughs> maybe. maybe we don't know were they wearing masks while drinking i Probably doubt it not uh doubtful. doubtful doubtful i have a lot of doubts about that i mean look here's the thing what's the thing it's very clever i like the way that they looked at the I can smell that beer from here. I'm like a it's, foot and a half away from it. It's cabbagey. They took a look at the rules and they said, what can we do? What is still open? Airports are Airports open. are essential, yeah. lads. I mean, they fucking Scooby-Doo'd that. They really and did. And I'm a little bit like, that's not what the intention of this rule was. No. But good on you. Exactly. Good on you for figuring well, it out. I it, hope you don't die of COVID. It's also like, if you really were that worried about it, would you not have closed the airport bar as well? Like, you don't need to get shit hammered at the airport. Yes, you do. No, you yes, don't. Yes, you do. No, yes, you do. Especially if you're flying in the times of Rona, you get drunk so you're not so worried you about it. people are maniacs. If maniacs. you're flying on a $9 flight, you definitely need to get drunk beforehand. Yeah. yeah. Because it's probably not going to be the best flight. Yeah, you're you're, you're on an airplane with like 17 pelicans taped to it, and that's how you're going to get over to <laughs> yeah, fucking exactly. France or whatever shit. You haven't sprung for the extra 15 euros for the lap belt, right? Or the like 10 oh, no. euros for the seat back pocket, right? Or the, oh, yeah. You're just like holding on to yeah. like yeah. your neighbor. You're in baggage at this point. <laughs> you that's for the overhead. You're in you steerage. Cram you're your in, in steerage, there. and then you bring the you bring the pretty girl downstairs because she's from the expensive party. Then you dance for your together in a circle. Dancing. He should have floated on the door. And then move your you fucking both- stupid ass over and let him on the door. You both fit on the door. Also, I'll never let go. Except I immediately let you go. Immediately let I go. Bye bye. The Mythbusters proved she could have saved him. 
They could have both fit on the goddamn door. They could have fit on the door. All this, all this shows is the preferential treatment. This, this was an allegory for the preferable, preferential treatment of the wealthy in society. We need to seize the means of production. <laughs> oh my god! Seize the means of iceberg production. Bring them all down. Yep. Titan- yep. Titanic is a moral Titanic story is about allegory about our anti. The socialist nation is yeah. about the abandonment of the pro- proletariat by the bourgeoisie, <laughs> the disenfranchisement of the middle and lower classes. <laughs> but where are the good parties with the poor people? Yeah, yeah, it's true. Because what are rich people doing? And Banging five-year-olds. <laughs> where, are the, where are the good parties? With the poor people on sinking boats, and apparently in Air Force in Ireland. In Air Force Hell in Ireland. Oh yeah. Look, you take what you can get. Yep. <laughs> I bet those guys had lads. I bet those lads had a really good time. Yeah. I bet they just got Before someone tanked. was like, what time is, is your flight? As they're there like nine hours. They're like, I oh, know. what's it? And he's like, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no, we got here five hours ago. ago. That's not <laughs> your not, fucking business. We're not getting on the plane. <laughs> oh, we're not going anywhere. We're going home after this. Hey, you want to take our flight? Fuck you! Yeah. I've got a one-way ticket to shit face. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, speaking, speaking of shit, of shit faces. Yes, we both came to it! Hi! <laughs> speaking of shit faces. Woo! Woo! Welcome Woo! To, to the Booze and Brews podcast. <laughs> We're the, the Woo <laughs> We both turned into woo girls in that moment. We're not we're, we're not woo girls though. We are the podcast where we tell each other ghost stories. We drink thematically appropriate beer. And when given very, very awkward beer, we sometimes turn into woo girls. Woo! <laughs> woo! I'm so excited for the weirdest beer I've ever I, had. I really love this beer. The more I drink it, I liked it when I had my first sip. I still like it. <laughs> I'm really glad. I because this is uh, a beer that I picked off of a craft beer website. Just based on what it was. Absolutely. And whilst the label, I feel, is a lie. It's a lie. I'm really glad you're enjoying it because I was nervous you're both going to hate it. Oh, yeah, no. So in case you're wondering what the fuck it is we're talking about. What the fuck it is. This is, it's called Pickle Punch. Yep. 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 It's a kettle sour ale brewed with fresh wild brine pickle juice. That's right, It's a pickle juice beer. It is a... And you know what? It... I, it fucking works and I don't know why it does say someone put a spicy sticker on both of our cans it yeah. is decidedly it not, is. not spicy the, the spice level is sub basement but I anyway. call that a bold faced lie bold yes. faced lie but anyway so this is the beer that we have selected and so we're like well what what could we possibly talk about and and tuna was just like you know it's a sour and what kind it, you kind of get a sour puss face on when you're drinking it. And what's another word for sour puss? I don't know. Grumpy. So we went grumpy ghost. Grumpy ghost. Because <laughs> it's our show and we do what we want. That's right. The you, grumpiest ghost. Look, I'm not going to do the ghost of Pickle Rick. That doesn't exist. I know. Oh, jeez, like, Rick. Uh, I was like, yeah, I don't know, but pickle ghosts, brined ghosts, grumpy ghosts. I feel like there's salty a good ghosts, one. ghosts we got of the there. sea. We got there. We, we got, got there. there. We've made a whole episode about it. Hey, you're about to enjoy it. So buckle up, fuck yeah, us. Yeah, that's right. So first up, 
Ooh, I gotta huh. stop smelling it. You do. I don't know why. You say it every time. Uh, you and then can't, you're just like you can't right under the nose. You cannot I, help but smell I it. Bring the glass to my face as I'm inhaling because well, I need to breathe. I'm a Be foot a and a half away from this beer. I can still smell it. Be a mouth breather, okay? <laughs> inhale. <laughs> yes. Like a pug. <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. You're, you're a smush snooty I'm now pup-a. a Frenchie. <laughs> no. So for... For Matt. You're welcome, everyone, in headphones, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Stop. Stop it. <laughs> so for Matt, Grumpy Ghost, I'm going to tell you about the ghost and curse of Anne Mitchell. Anne Mitchell. Anne. Anne Mitchell. Anne Mitchell. Um, so Anne Mitchell was born in the mid Was she now? Yeah. Did- she was born. <laughs> and, and then, then she, she died. Yeah, a ghost. And she's a ghost. The and, end. and then she died. Now is a ghost. <laughs> And she's grumpy about it. <laughs> and she's real grumpy. I don't. Yeah, because she didn't have a good chance of life. No. So Ann Mitchell was born in the mid 1800s to Mr. and Mrs. Mitchell. First name's not given. Shock, shocker. In uh, <laughs> Mount Sterling, Kentucky. Mm. Oh, Kentucky. Kentucky. The Kentucky ghost. We have a Kentucky ghost. So Mount. No bluegrass ghosts. <laughs> Hell yeah. Get your banjo out. Mount Sterling is located. Don't tell your story. So Mount Sterling is located in central Kentucky, and today is home to a whopping seven thousand people. Oh my God! That's still bigger than town I grew up in. Oh my stars! Booming metropolis. The town was founded in 1792 and is named for two things. One, Little Mountain, which is an ancient burial ground that's located nearby. Okay. Oh. So hence the mount part. And Little then, Mountain. That's, this sounds like a significant burial ground if it's a mountain. Or is it, they didn't well, call it like Little those, Hill. I'm sure they're those mounds, those big burial mounds. I'm just yeah. saying this sounds like a significantly sized one if you're going to use the word well, mountain. Here's the thing. How I many, think Kentuckians aren't great at measuring things. Thank you. I was like, how mountainous? The Kentuckian who went up a burial mound and came down a mountain. <laughs> yes. That's when he became. If you a man don't know the movie, in. then they, it, it's a tie back to the Irish thing. But you know what? Tell your fucking story. It was a good joke, and I stand by you, it. Of course, you do. No one stands with you. You are a man on your own island. The cheese stands alone. The Irishman who went up a joke and came down alone. It was his joke. <laughs> but you came down. But I did come down. No, and the second thing that it's named for is Sterling, Scotland. Even though the city's founders couldn't You be... cannot get away from Scottish stories. I love no, Scotland. No, I love them. I love, love Scotland. Scots. No, um, but the city's founders couldn't be bothered to spell Sterling correctly. So Sterling in Scotland is with an I, Sterling in Kentucky, E. No one bothered to fix it. Oh, okay. But just know it's, that it's named for it's ancient burial ground and Scotland. Is what? It's close enough. Yeah. It's good enough. It's got most of them same squiggly letter things. <laughs> they sound the same. Therefore, it is the same. Um, the town is most famous for its Court Days, which is an arts, crafts, food, music festival that brings in about 130,000 people each year. Mm. I thought you were going to say $130. I was going to say that brings in as many as 130 people. <laughs> Bessie and her, her knitting, she mm-hmm. easily brings in 50 bucks. Easily. Yes. She now makes no, now, hand canned peaches. Oh, yeah. Now known as the Sterling Super Spreader events. That's I know. What they're right? 
topical and not funny. Um, and it's uh, it's funny because it's true. Yeah. Its most notable resident is one Nancy Green. And if you're sitting there going, Nancy Green? Who is she? Well, yeah, I don't know. The first Aunt Jemima. Oh, okay. okay. Sure. Yep. yep. There, now we know. The first now black know. women to be co-opted by pancakes. That's right. Yes. She became part pancake. She was. She's <laughs> mostly pancake at this point. Well, now, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, Legally. So this is now the scene for our tale. This sets the scene. Oh, man, I'm, I'm, I'm right there in it. I'm eating pancakes. I'm um, on a tiny mountain. Uh-huh. Misspelling words. Full, tiny I'm, mountain. I'm listening to a bluegrass band as, as I, as I uh, walk up and down rows of tents looking at people's crafts and wares. Great. Wonderful. So Anne was described as being the belle of central Kentucky, which mm. means, oh my which means you could hit her and she would ring. I was going to say she had all of her teeth. Oh, <laughs> she had most of her teeth and all of her lambs. Yes, <laughs> That's the one lambs, <laughs> lambs, lambs. Uh, she was beautiful and had dark hair. Top qualities for future Confederate soldiers. Sure. Um, because we're at that time of the of yeah the art of history. the year, yeah, yeah. that time yeah, of the, the year when you do a civil war. <laughs> when you do a yeah. civil war. <laughs> You got, we have like holiday season, then summer wedding mm-hmm. season, then Civil revolutionary season. season. Yeah, yeah, right. It's like revolutionary-ish right now. Um, and one future Confederate soldier that caught her eye in her late teens was a man named John Bell Hood. Okay. Who is described as a tall, blonde young man and future owner of a magnificent beard. Oh, okay. Oh, so he's a little Hitler youthy. A little bit. And then he turns into Bob. Okay. There okay. are pictures like of Like Aryan him. Bob. No, no, no. His hair darkened as he got older. Because oh, all weird. the pictures I saw, even though in black and white, did not look like blonde hair to me. Hmm. Well, also, Kentucky's not good at with colors, shapes, or measuring, apparently. Yeah. Mm, good point. They made their fucking grass blue. Idiots. <laughs> grass is green. Idiots. <laughs> yeah, idiots. Stupid. <laughs> wow. Morons. <laughs> I don't know how they can be so stupid. I don't know either. Uh, John was born in 1831 in nearby Owingsville to John Wills Hood, a doctor in Theodosia Hood. The second Theodosia I've ever heard of. Yeah. Theodosia. Uh, That's not true. Theodosia had a baby named Theodosia. So probably the third third Theodosia Theodosia I've ever ever heard of. This is the third Adosia. Yes. The third. Oh, my God. You're Ah! like this beer. I can't decide if I love it or I hate it. You're killing it today, babe. Um, Young John Boy attended the U.S. Military Academy, also known as West Point. And it was during a furlough from school when he met young Anne. Oh, oh, it is sweet. He, I was on vacation. I got. I was on summer break. I went home and I done met the most beautiful girl I had ever seen. Full set of I, teeth. She had all twelve. All twelve. <laughs> I was. I was on my army rum springer. And I met me a girl. And she just with those dark, that dark hair and teeth. Those dark hair and Whoa. those dark teeth. Those dark- <laughs> I feel like underneath her 14 layers of corsets, she's got a very womanly figure. <laughs> I have to assume it's Poured so. into those corsets like soft serve ice cream. Her bosoms were They just were poured her mighty. in and they threw away the extra. <laughs> <laughs> so... This is the woman like that ice cream coated summer. <laughs> so I'm sure that's what she smells like in the summer. It's a melted ice cream coat. Mixed with this beer. She smells like this beer. Yeah, yeah. totally. Like would hashtag would not dake. 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 
wouldn't take her you either. don't know what your other options are at this point buddy yeah true well. so john boy courted her uh they fell deeply in teenage love and, and spent their time together walking the gardens of the hood family home Aw, how sweet. And necking in the garden. Well, yeah. So unfortunately for Anne, while she was falling in love with Soldier Boy, another potential suitor approached Anne's parents. His name was Mr. Anderson. Don't know his first name. Mr. John Mr. Anderson. Anderson. Mr. Paging Mr. Anderson. Mr. John Anderson. And you have a he, telephone call at the front desk. Um, and he promised the Mitchell family that if he was allowed to marry Anne, he would build her a big, beautiful house next door um, to the Mitchell estate. So obviously, you know, daughters oh, he are went around. Yeah, so he, he circumvented the system like those Irish lads. That's right. Yeah. Instead of going to Anne and making her love him, he just went right to the parental units and he was just like, bought yeah. her love. He did. He <laughs> totally did. Because as we know, in this time, the only reason you have daughters is to marry them to rich, wealthy men. Mm -hmm. so not surprising um mama and papa mitchell were like yes you can totes marry hot our daughter. damn hot damn you know what mr oh, Anderson? Hot damn this is my jam <laughs> you can marry my daughter and you can have her you want her sisters too <laughs> i mean they, they only 12 but they got good childbearing hips oh, <laughs> man. I, I mean look we'll just throw look we don't like the youngest one we'll just throw her in for free yeah. all right do what you want with her um oh, God. free gift with purchase free gift with purchase of Anne. you get her little sister too <laughs> um so anyway Anne's family obviously supported this match so soon john boy had to return to school and it was after john boy left that Anne's family pounced they pressured her constantly to marry mr anderson you got my mr anderson he gonna take your stupid ass sister <laughs> We've been trying to get rid of her for years. And murder. You know how dumb she is. Yeah, and look, we're too stupid. She is dumb, mama. To murder her. So we're just going to marry you off and you take yeah, her the, with Yeah, the you. law is still simply not on our side when it comes to child murder, murder. unfortunately. Look, we done raised her for 12 years. It's someone else's turn. That's I have been lobbying local legislatures to find out if we could, in fact, legalize daughter murder, but in fact... They have been rather resistant to my pleas. I'm still working on the permits. <laughs> uh, so Anne broke. Uh, she did agree to marry Anderson only if she could write her letter to John explaining the situation. Oh, my God. Your story is the notebook. <laughs> it is. So in the letter, I did have that thought while writing it. Um, in the letter, Anne poured, Just a really sad Ryan Gosling just, just standing, standing in the, in the rain. rain. That's it. He's blonde. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. It is yeah. the notebook. Nicholas Sparks. I was going to say, is that, this, this whole story has turned Nicholas Sparks. And I don't like it. <laughs> Tough shit. You're going to have to keep listening. So in the letter, Anne poured her heart out. She confessed her undying love for John and told him that she would always love him and whether this in this world or the next she would walk with him down the garden path oh and so he's sweet. like fuck it i want you in a hereafter i want you now so upon receiving the letter he's like ah so he left school and rushed home <laughs> he's at west point opening his mail yeah he starts reading starts running <laughs> Commander, officer, I don't know, West Point. <laughs> Professor, I need to go. My my potential future wife is going to get married to somebody else. And apparently they were cool with that. Um, 
So he did, now John Boy did manage to get a note to Anne before he arrived. So he like pre-shipped off a letter. He was like, I'm coming. Yeah, exactly. Telling her to meet him a few nights later at the garden gate of his uh, family home. From there, they would run away together and get married before she could marry oh. Anderson, and it would be that sweetness. They're gonna run away together. <laughs> yes, so a Their few love is timeless. It is so timeless. So a few nights later, Anne did as instructed. However, her plans were foiled when a slave noticed that she was gone. Uh oh. Um, Anne's dad and brother rushed to the hood home just as John was like putting her on the horse to ride off. Um, they pulled her off. They were like, no, you get, you get home. Get, get, girl, get. So they took her and they threw her in her bedroom, locked her in her bedroom until her wedding day to Mr. Anderson. Aww. This is, yeah, this is great. Yeah, no. It, it's, classic, it classic love story. Clearly. Love it. Um, the most Nicholas Sparks is cranking it right now. Yeah, yeah it man, was, you it, love to see it. And it was the you most. You love to see it. <laughs> You love to see Nicholas Sparks cranking it. You don't love to see his I movies. Do. You love to see Nicholas Sparks cranking it to women being falsely imprisoned. Yeah. You love it. You love, love it. Love it. Oh, if only she had cancer too. Yeah. <laughs> no. I mean, she's, def- she's, she's <laughs> definitely Nicholas dying Sparks. of cancer. Yeah, no, that's, yeah, she died of cancer. No, she died of something else, which we'll get to. A broken um, heart? Is it a broken heart? It wasn't. Oh. Uh, <laughs> no, she didn't really love either man. No. So after the most joyous occasion of her wedding to Mr. Anderson, she refused to leave home. So much for the plan of I will build your daughter a big, beautiful house next door when daughter's like, fuck you, I'm not leaving. Yeah, that's, that, that's so no good. So Mr. Anderson. She's like, lock me in my room, will you? I will. <laughs> aha, I'm not leaving No, put now. the system on trial. <laughs> I know. So she's I'm seizing the means of protection. Yes. So she forced Mr. Anderson to move into the Mitchell home. Uh, and poor Mr. Anderson, he tried to get Anne to love him. He showered her with all sorts of affection, which I'm going to tell you is a one-sided affection, which technically is probably Im- considered rape nowadays. I was going to say, all I can imagine is this guy like pressing his face up against the door to her room that she's not leaving, going like, I love you in there. I love you. Like he starts making well, he, out with He was vroom, able vroom. to get inside. Oh, that's a bummer. Where he had his way with her. Ew. But he was trying to be like, look, I love you. I'm going to make you feel good, even though you're probably just laying there. And he like, thanks for putting out. Here's some flowers. Right. (laughs) Exactly. He bought her a lot of like material things and was trying and just was like, I'm going to fuck you and give you shit. A lot of of materials. He like bought her some cinder blocks. Yep. A couple of pieces of two by four, two before rebar, <laughs> rebar. If you, let, you let me do it in a butt. You'll get a new bonnet, <laughs> maybe a new corset, maybe. <laughs> um, so once Anne found out she was pregnant from these one sided affections, she became muy depressed. Uh, so much so that she, uh, as soon as her son was born, locked herself now locked herself in the room. So now her husband can't even get to her mm. and she refused to speak. So she stopped talking. Sure. She stopped seeing anybody. And sure. she was just her and her baby that she didn't want hanging out in this bedroom all by themselves. This sounds awful. Yeah, she's. Yeah, had- I mean, I feel this is great for postpartum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is like an excellent situation. You'll love to see it. You do. <laughs> Women just <laughs> taking the bull yeah. by the horn and just embracing she's that. manifesting her own fucking destiny. She's just in there making vision boards, reading the secret. <laughs> 
You just gotta self-actualize. Yeah. Imagine the feeling you'll have when you're not being given rebar for butt stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so a few months later, she finally opened the door to her uh, apartments and she finally spoke, uh, cursing those who had any part in making me, quote, Mary, when my heart will always belong to John Bell Hood. So you could say she was a bit of a grump at this point. She is gr- definitely grumpy. I mean, I being forced this to marry. Do you get it? <laughs> yeah. Being forced to marry someone and then continually raped by them is bound to make you grumpy. It makes you a little grumpy. I think um, I would be grumpy. So, yes. So the curse that she put on her family and anybody who had any part in making her marry another man, it came true pretty pretty damn quickly because later that afternoon mm-hmm. a storm oh shit a storm she did in. manifest her own destiny <laughs> she did here's how see she- that people you make fun of the secret but it works you gotta sit there you gotta imagine how good it's gonna feel when the guy doing the butt stuff gets hit by lightning and you're gonna feel like I a million bucks did it no no and no and then the lightning strikes no what happened was the storm rolled, rolled in and the bolt of lightning did strike a corner of the house, okay. causing it to collapse. Oh. Three people died in said collapse. Anne, her brother, who helped bring her home from the hoods, and the slave who reported her missing. Oh, uh, that doesn't feel very fair to the slave. No, she no. had no she had no choice. No. But wrong place, wrong time. This is not what you want. No. Wrong wrong place, wrong century. Wrong century. Yeah. This poor look, she's the victim of this whole story, you guys. Yeah. And then they made her Aunt Jemima. <laughs> They're like, how could we make up for this? We are I so- know. Pancake syrup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry for hundreds that of will years. You're all your the ills of, of centuries of us oppressing your ancestors. Sugar pancake syrup. Pancakes. Yep. No. <laughs> that's that's hardly fair. Breakfast diabetes. You're welcome. Yep. You're welcome. So throughout the years, the curse claimed additional victims. Um, one is her son, Corbin, um, who you remember, she just kind of like lived with alone for yes, a couple yes, months. Yes, yes, yes. I remember Corbin. Uh, Corbin, Corbin died from a heart attack after watching his son, English, beat the shit out of and kill his younger brother. So the shock of watching one son kill another... Oh my gave God, how this, very biblical. Yeah. Yeah, gave this man a heart didn't, attack. Didn't you think it'd be a good idea to separate the boys when they started going at each other like that? Not like, I think nah, they'll work it out amongst themselves. Boys will be boys. Whoa, shit. Yeah. He's <laughs> Fuck, I have misconstrued the situation. Yeah. Oh, what is this? My heart, my arms all tingly, yeah. kid. I thought this was just horseplay. I taste pennies. <laughs> this don't seem right. Falls dead. <laughs> Um, and English, as we've just established, huge the pile murderer of, is a huge <laughs> pile of shit. Sure, sure. He met his end um, at the end of uh, being stoned to death by his farm workers after English killed a young farmhand. This, this is this family sucks. sucks. They are not good, and they love no. killing people. people. Yeah. <laughs> In incredibly biblical ways. Like, is someone else burned at the stake in this story? I wish. No. But the most recent curse victim was Judson Anderson, who in the 1940s walked into... Who was later crucified, five pieces of silver, (laughs) next to two thieves. He he was given a crown of thorns. (laughs) He was forced to take a cross up a hill. Up a hill. And then tack himself onto it. And then they stabbed him in the side. (laughs) It's weird. No. He walked into a pond on the family property and shot himself in the head. I thought you were going to say he walked 
walked into a pond and then just kept walking until the water went over his head. <laughs> he just he just welcomed himself into the ocean. <laughs> he was like, take me. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. I, why did he shoot himself in the pond? I don't know. Super For easy, easy clean up. Like, yeah. You don't. You could just. just <laughs> it feels like such a weird decision. Like, I'm going to go duck hunting. And then while I'm out there, I'm going to shoot myself in the face. Walks out into the pond and just shoots himself in the face. Yeah. What the fuck? He was like, cursed. It starts to be like a euphemism in that town. Like, oh, I feel like he's about to walk into a pond. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, but no one knows for sure what happened to Mr. Anderson. Part, very integral part of this whole story. Oh, Ryan Gosling? Yes, we don't really know what happens to Ryan Gosling. But the legend goes that he enlisted in the Confederate Army and was stationed in Texas where his commanding officer was none other than John Bell Hood. Oh, my God. Ooh. Yeah. And he walked into a pond. And he walked into the end of John Bell Hood's <laughs> rifle. <laughs> I don't know what happened, but he just kept walking. And the bullet just, like, left the he rifle. Just and ran like, himself into my musket 14 times. It was backwards. <laughs> he took it the takes b- a while to reload these two. I ain't going to lie to you. <laughs> he just kept doing it. But I told him, knock it off. Um, and as for John, he did eventually get over Anne, but not really until the end of the war. So he made it through the war. Um, but he was dis- good. But he Question was. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> he, he was disgraced by crushing defeats in both Hotlanta and Nashville. Whoops. All right. Okay. So he was okay. a real bad leader. Sure. Okay. I'm fine with that. Yeah. And left. And he and at the end of the war, he was left without the use of his left arm mm-hmm. and one whole leg. Was just shot off. Oh, goodbye. Oh, see, he ain't got all his limbs. He does not have all of his limbs. He's he's missing, and I guess it was he broke his femur. So they were just like amputate at the hip. Just gotta go. Yeah, take the Legs whole thing gotta off. Gotta go. Uh, so yeah, he and then he ended up after the war settling in New Orleans, uh, where he married a local girl and had ten children with her. Oh, uh, he was a cotton well, one legged. Yeah. Wow. So, well, I mean, still got one of them legs. legs. Yeah, I was going to say. His tripod. I was going to say, they used to call him tripod. So now it's just his other leg. Now he they had call him peg leg. Yep. They had to train it to walk. Um, He was a cotton. <laughs> train it to walk. Yep. Got a bit of a hobble, but he gets around. He gets around. Uh, he became a cotton broker uh, who ended up losing everything, including his life, during the yellow fever outbreak in 1879. Oh, no. His uh, wife died as well and left all 10 of their children orphans, uh, and they were all parceled out to different people and shipped off across the United States. Oh, okay. Fun. Um, now, as for Anne, after her initial grumpy outburst and curse where she just, everybody... Everybody got cursed. Um, she seems to be peaceful in the afterlife. She got over it. Oh, good. Um, and today, true to her word, she does walk the gardens of the former hood home waiting for John Boy to return. But Aww. John Boy doesn't come. But John Boy doesn't come. So she keeps fucking walking. There we go. <laughs> so fucking out here walking. Just gonna <laughs> keep walking. So that is the story of Ann Mitchell and her grumpy curse on, on, the, on, the on everybody on everybody the whole building oh my god that's that's so good well You're if welcome. you enjoyed this grumpy woman come back for more grumpy women hey everybody it's your old pal engineer bob and i got both my legs so i don't need to use my wiener to walk hey hey if you want to go to the itunes you want to leave us a review that would be the best thing ever five stars and then leave the words say a bunch of nice words so we can move up those charts i would like to thank 
listener Chris Orderism, as far as I can tell, uh, for leaving his great review. Thanks a bunch, buddy. You are the best. Hey, also, we've got a Patreon. If you've already left a review, you should probably head over to patreon.com slash Bruce where you can support us in a financial fashion because we would love to take all of your money. Once you go there, we got audio episodes, video episodes, and show sketches that I do, and you're going to love them. Also, social media websites. You've got them. We're on them. You can come talk to us. We've got a Twitter at Blues and Bruce. We got a Facebook at Blues and Bruce. We got an Instagram at Blues and Bruce Podcast. And that's all for me. Now back to the show. I'm not grumpy. You're grumpy. No, I'm not grumpy. Bob's grumpy. I'm so grumpy. I'm the grumpiest boy. I'll punch you in the butt and eat some toys. I'm grumpy. <laughs> I didn't know you <laughs> eat toys when you were grumpy. That's what I'll do. I did. You know, I don't think I've ever seen him grumpy before. I'm that grumpy. I'll we, fucking do it. We call him Grumpus. 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 The punching toy eater. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Well, speaking of grumpies, I said, do you know who's a pretty grumpy ghost, just like all around? Hmm. And you know what might pair really well with a pickle flavored beer? Yeah. Is a motherfucking Bloody Mary. Yes. Mm. So I'm going to tell you the stories and legends of Bloody Mary. That's right. I don't even know what this is. Yes, you do. I know. I literally don't. I'm excited to learn. You've never played Bloody Mary? No, I never. never played Bloody Mary. Uh, Well, as you will learn, and this is a very top line. People have written multiple dozens of pages like, uh, like, academic pieces about bloody mary <laughs> so this is like i'm like giving you the like wikipedia version the tuna version compiled by tuna look this is notes. the this is the, the tuna cliffs, notes the version tuna yeah the, this is version. the tuna notes version because wikipedia's page is like two sentences long and very unhelpful yeah okay so bloody mary is a legend um and it's a legend that's considered by most to be hundreds and hundreds of years old Mm -hmm. so we're not really sure when it originally started being like bandied about but the first time they found like proof of it in writing was in the late 1700s oh shoot okay um, so in this original version of Bloody Mary, uh, what a young woman would do was she would, t- uh, she would at nighttime, normally like on the stroke of midnight, she would hold in one hand a candle okay, uh-huh. and candle. in one hand a handheld mirror. Okay. And she would walk backwards up a staircase. Mm-hmm. Yes. While chanting the name Bloody Mary. Okay. And then if she looked into the mirror... Mirror. The mirror, mirror, the mirror would foretell and show her the face of her future husband. Yep. Okay. This seems like a lot of work. Yeah. So this is the original version of this whole Bloody Mary legend. This is not particularly spooky. Well, it's not without its dark corners, though, because apparently the Ouija board corners, some women whilst walking up the stairs would not find the face of their future husband. Nay. But it would instead find the face of the Grim Reaper. Your husband tell is dead. That they're going to die before they get married. Fuck yeah. Uh-oh. And, and then also, if you got too cocky and you gazed too longingly at the face of your future husband, if you were like, mmm, that's sweetie cute, mm. and you looked at him for too long, the face would morph into the face of the devil. Oh, and would, the devil. And he would steal your soul. Oh. So you could like glance at the face of your future husband, but you couldn't Just keep looking. Take a And you might poo. find out you're gonna die. Yeah, peeky poo, otherwise you'll die or you'll marry Satan. Yes, bride of Satan. 
Oh. Um, so that's the original version. Over the years, it's morphed quite a bit. The version that apparently Bob does not, but Melly, you and I know as like the ver- the version of Bloody Mary we played as kids, mm-hmm. has been popular since they think about World War II. Oh. It's like when like this sort of modern, mostly Americanized version of the Bloody Mary legend well, there was comes no, into play. There was like real no TV back then. So what the hell are you going to do is try to scare yourself. It was like super popular thing to do in the 70s and 80s. Yeah. Um, but they think it like became the version that it is right now around World War II. Okay. So, Bob, for your information, how yes. the ritual goes nowadays for us millennial women. Yeah. Elder millennials. Wow, man. Uh, so what you do is you go into a dark room with a mirror. So normally a this is a bathroom. Yep. Because it's a room that has a big fucking mirror in yep. it. Sometimes and this is something two you would, mirrors. And this is something you would do with your girlfriends while you're having a slumber party. Yes. We're doing like um. hair and makeup. And then while we're waiting for like our nails to dry, we go into and the bathroom. You go and you try to talk to Satan? You this is what little girls are doing? <laughs> Here's the thing. It's this whole, there's a lot of psychological papers written about it, but it's this whole like testing limits of finding something unsafe within a safe environment that young women do right on there as they're like on the verge of womanhood. There's a whole like motherly angle. She's a bloody woman. You're about to start your period. There's a lot going on there. I think that's why it's predominantly female. Yeah. We're not talking about that because we're not an academic show and that's not as much fun. Yeah, no. no. I mean, look, that was already more academics than I was willing to yeah. listen to. Yeah, I did read a paper by uh, Janet Long Lewis from 1978, which was fascinating if you really want to learn more about it. Okay. Um, but anyway. What if I just want to learn more about Satan's periods? So, well, I'm then you're on the right show then for that. Then you got tuna. Yeah! <laughs> Uh, so normally what you do, so you go into this darkened bathroom, normally with a candle, um, some versions of the ritual involve either flushing the toilet or splashing the mirror with water, some way of like adding water to the ritual. Mm. And you chant while staring at the mirror, mm-hmm. you chant the name Bloody Mary. You either have to do it three times, a la Candyman, which is by the way, based on the Bloody Mary legend. Yep. Um, or you have to say it 13 times. Some versions of the ritual also involve spinning. So like you say, Bloody Mary, you spin. You say, Bloody Mary, you spin. You say, Bloody Mary, you spin. You make yourself dizzy and then you'll see a lot of shit. And then you see a lot of fucking shit. Um, So there's also, based on where you live, your version of Bloody Mary might be different. Mm. So there are some uh, parts of the US, and this is mostly US and Western Europe I'm talking about. Okay. So there are parts where they will say, where the legend involves saying, Instead of just the name Bloody Mary, you say, Bloody Mary, I killed your baby. Whoa. And then when Bloody Mary shows up. You laugh mirror, at her. <laughs> I killed your baby. You suck. She's holding a baby. And at some point in this ritual, she will throw the baby at you through the mirror. And if you catch it, you won't die. Good fortune and you'll have babies and like live a long, oh happy God. life. And if you don't catch it, dead. You're dead. Bad things happen. Mostly, <laughs> most these little bloody- girls at a slumber party, they keep going into the bathroom and coming out with, with gross babies. babies in their babies. hands. Well, <laughs> I guess I that here's bad luck for me. <laughs> I dropped them. Um, when Bloody Mary shows up, normally what she does is she she's mad because she's dead and. You're, you're not, not. And yeah. you're young and beautiful and she's not. And she's so dead. she's going to kill you, maim you, make you bleed, something. Bloody Mary's not. She's grumpy. She's, she's a grumpy lady. She's real, real grumps. She's, she's real grumpy. Still skin. 
Some people, uh, the legend says you have to say, I believe in Bloody Mary as you do the ritual. And some don't even use the word Bloody Mary. They use other names like... They uh, use vodka tonic. They use vodka tonic. I believe in... Uh, sea breeze. I believe in um, Alabama slammers. <laughs> I believe in pickle punch. I uh, believe so, in pickle punch. So some people will say, I believe Mary Worth, which is, uh, as legend goes, she was a woman who was accused of being a witch during the Salem witch trial. She's a witch! And she was burned at the stake for being a witch, and she actually was a witch, and oh. this is how she's able to come Success. back. Here's a little hitching your giddy up they didn't burn anyone at the stake named mary worth and there was no one named mary worth in the salem witch trials Look, you know what don't ruin don't ruin that there were like a shit ton of marys but no you mary worth and then it. like if you're from chicago or from the deep south then mary worth was not a witch she was a woman during like civil war era who would capture escaped slaves keep them in her barn and do icky things to them ew like yeah. what? Like cover them in in, in like in yeah, honey. <laughs> and then <laughs> cover them in Aunt Jemima pancake syrup. That's yeah. it. <laughs> and leave them out for the ants. Uh, she would do icky, <laughs> she would do icky <laughs> things with They're so with them. creepy crawly. <laughs> um, but and some people you're say gonna get, that you're gonna get ants. <laughs> yeah, and some people say I believe Black Agnes, which then I was trying to Google like who's Black Agnes, Blackness. and the only thing I found was um. A, a, a weird statue in Vermont that kills people that I may do a whole other Ooh, episode on I at mean, some point. Murder statue. Statue, statue and murder. This, and, the, and a contest of Moray from the 1300s who like led a Scottish revolution, which seemed pretty fucking badass. I don't know why any of them are in the bathroom mirror. Because Scotsmen <laughs> love potties. It's oh, a well-known like, fact. Hell Mary instead of blame. They were known as, of- they were known as big deucers. Like, Captain craftsmen. <laughs> deucers. Big, big uh, deucers. Um, so then you may say, okay, well, if it's not Mary Worth, who's a made-up figure, who is Bloody Mary? So there is a historical figure named Bloody Mary, um, which lots of uh, websites seem to inaccurately misconstrue as uh, my girl, Mary Queen of Scots. No, mm. isn't because it supposed to be Queen Elizabeth's sister? No, it's Mary, Mary Tudor. Yeah. It's not, supposed to be Mary Tudor. Not wrong, Mary. You're wrong. off by like... I don't know, 50 years. years. You're wrong by years, bitch. You're and countries. Wrong fucking country. Just wrong, wrong, wrong. And you know how I feel about besmirching the good name of Mary Queen of Scots. <laughs> right. Um, I don't like it. But so, no, a, a Mary Tudor, who was Henry VIII's firstborn child mm-hmm. um, with Catherine of Aragon, who later, uh, after his one f- shitty son died, became queen. Yes. Um, queen Mary Tudor. And she had a lot of issues, including she was she had phantom pregnancies. Yes. All throughout her reign, she yes. kept being like, I'm pregnant, and then like would go and never have a baby. Oh, I yeah. thought she was eventually- giving birth to ghosts. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. no. She's she just had ghost- yeah. gas bubbles. Oh, okay. that she she just that's, that, that's not a ghost baby, dear. That's a fart. <laughs> but she did like to buck trends because she was like 40 while she was trying to have babies. And she married like a 20 year old fucking like king from somewhere else. Hell yeah. He, he didn't like her. And she was like, too bad. You got to fuck me. Get it, girl. <laughs> That's right. Nice little flip the script from your story. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, but so she had a lot of trouble having babies. That's why the like uh, Bloody Mary, I killed your baby part of the legend comes in. Gotcha. Um, she's called Bloody Mary because she, you know, her dad broke with the Catholic Church. She was very you Catholic. You remember all of that. And then when she became queen, she was like, fuck it, I'm Catholic. Catholic. We're taking this shit back. And she just started burning Protestants at the stake. And she yeah. burned like hundreds of Protestants at the stake. Yep. And that's why she's Bloody Mary. So it's not just a clever name. <laughs> it's not just a clever name. Other people think that she might be a reference to Elizabeth Bathory, who's a Hungarian noblewoman from the 1500s. Sure. Which, if you don't know who Elizabeth Bathory is, you're probably not a fan of true crime. She's Isn't probably she the one the, that, like, bathed in the blood of her? Yes. yes. She's the most prolific serial killer pretty much in, of all time. And she used to kill young women, drain their blood, and bathe, bathe in, in it. it. She thought it made her young. Delicious. Oh. It's uh, true. They called her the Queen of Blood. So people think that she's Bloody, Bloody Mary, but her name's Elizabeth. I don't That's see how you even name. get Mary from Elizabeth. It's a different word. It's, look, in Hungarian, Mary means Elizabeth. Yeah, you can look it's, it up. It's very different word. So there's also lots of people who on the internet will try and explain to you the phenomena of what happens when you stare in a mirror in yes. a dark room for a long period of time. There are things called the strange face illusion, which yes. is a scientific term. Mm-hmm. There's also something called Troxler's fading effect, Ooh. which both they, which both like kind of can explain it, but also not fun. And also I've got fucking receipts. So yeah, not so it's. Your science is bullshit. Yeah, it's way more fun to just believe that there is uh, what various different websites called... uh, Grumpy ghost. Say like a ghost, a phantom, but lots of people called her, quote, a mirror witch, which I was like, that's amazing. Mirror witch. I like it. She's a mirror witch. I'm a witch of mirrors. Yeah. I'm a witch in a mirror. Um, so a lot. So then, um, now I'm going to run down some r- true life events, some oh, first person stories great, of great. accounts of Bloody Mary encounters. There are I've caught hundreds. 67 babies that were thrown at me through a mirror. <laughs> They're all mine. I get to keep. Them. I love all my children. <laughs> my um, bloody children. My beautiful bloody babies. <laughs> so there's. Tons and tons of stories. A lot of them are like, my friend went in and then the door locked and we no one could get it open and she was screaming and then she came out and she like had cuts on her arm and no one could explain it and she won't talk about it. Uh, and I'm like, that, whew, that one, we got to unpack a lot. Yeah, there's that. a lot there's, going on there. There's a hundred plus stories of that on the internet, but I was like, I'm looking for the girl who like went into the bathroom and came out with cuts. I want to know what happened to her. Yeah. I'm looking for so a story gonna, of, a, of a girl who went in there and boned down with the devil. Yes, this is what I'm looking for. So I'm going to run you down with just a little smattering of some of my favorites from the many, many Bloody Mary stories I read. Beauty. Starting with least creepy and working our way up. Excellent. Okay, Excellent. Great. Uh, ending okay, so the, strong. So the first one was this gr- girl who used to d- do it at summer camp every year with a bunch of girlfriends. And she said the like, scariest thing that ever happened was one year we were doing it. And then all the light bulbs burst and the mirror cracked. Whoa. Ooh, that's pretty good. That's and they were like, we've we like convinced ourselves of this. And then they went back to like the camp bathroom the next morning. And yeah, the mirror was fucking cracked. Ooh. So they were like, oh, that's pretty creepy. But nothing really bad happened to them. Then this girl named Marissa did the uh, Bloody Mary thing. And she said that like the longer she stared at the mirror, there was this really small little black and white face that started coming closer and closer to the mirror. Mm-hmm. And then as it got closer, she could see it was the face of a woman. And the woman had her mouth open as if she was screaming, but there was no sound. And then the woman came all the way up behind her and put her hand on Marissa's shoulder. And Marissa could feel a hand on her shoulder from someone behind her. Oh, my God. And she, tr- and she turned on the light and it immediately went away. Wow. 
Okay, that's uh, that's spooky. That's, spooky. that's a good spook. I like that. Pretty spooky. So then we're going to jump to uh, Emmy, who uh, saw a little small black dot in the mirror. And the longer she stared at it, the closer it got. But then she realized that it's actually not getting closer as I look at it. It's every time I look away and I look back, it's closer. Oh. It's like a oh, blink, it's those blink angel angels situation. Doctor Who. It's the yeah. blink angels. So, and, and as it gets closer and closer, like she starts to realize it's a fucking hand. Damn. And then at one point she looks away, she looks back, and the hand has reached through the mirror. Aww. And she closes her eyes, turns on the light, and it goes away. And she slaps her in the face yeah, with I was it. Gonna say, like, ah. Yeah, it shakes her hand and says, Good job, and here's a here's a Good hot dog. Here's Way a coupon. Here's a, here's a coupon for some for some clubs. Because I'm a hand. <laughs> for some new underpants. Mirror witch. Hey. Uh, so then we move to a story from Nikki, who is a very classic group of girls doing this during a sleepover. And they go in the bathroom. It's like the bathroom right off of their bedroom. And they're doing the ritual and nothing really happens. They're like, ha, ha, ha. They turn off the lights. They close the door and they go back into the bedroom. And then all of the sudden, the bathroom door throws itself open and the shower and the faucet turn themselves on. Whoa. Okay. And they're like, what the fuck? That's weird as shit. This is a spirit so, that loves to waste water. Yeah, they don't know we're in a drought. So then they one of the girls goes in and turns off the water, like, and closes the door back. And they're like, okay, that was weird, but like we're okay. And then the girls like go back to their little chatting, and then they realize that softly but getting louder, someone is drumming their fingernails against the other side of the bathroom door. Oh boy. Okay. Uh, and then they prayed her away and she went away oh, and it okay. was fine. Okay. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. Uh, tough to sleep if she's in there every night. Just, just Yeah. But I was like, that'd be pretty fucking creepy to like hear that after you've You know what else sounds like fingers drumming on a door? The water dripping into the fucking faucet. You idiots. <laughs> she, she really went. She was like, we all made each other show us our hands to be like, it wasn't us. And I was like, I would be creeped out by that. I oh, would be for pretty sure. fucking creeped out Yeah, no, that. it's creepy as hell. Um, so then we move to uh, Lauren, who was doing it with one friend, and they are part of the ritual is to splash water on the mirror. Okay. So they do the, the bloody mirror, and they splash the water on the mirror. Um, and then as the water clears... It's her face. It's Lauren's face. But her face is an open mouth scream, again, making no noise. And her face is dripping with blood. Oh. oh. And she's like, what the actual fuck? And she turns to her friend to be like, what do you see this reflection? Yeah. Uh-huh. Her friend didn't see the reflection in the mirror. But oh. as she turned to her friend, her friend is like, you have fingernail scratches going down the side of your face. Ooh. Your face is dripping blood. Oh, my yes. God. That's creepy. Yeah, that's like Ugh. out of the darkness came a face. It was a man's face, and then came his arm, and he was holding a bottle of Windex, and it was dead. And he was saying, "Stop splashing water on the mirrors. Stop splashing water. You're giving us water spots." <laughs> Goddamn kids. Uh, <laughs> okay, we're more than half done now. So now we have a story from Devin, who she does the Bloody Mary thing. Bloody Mary appears. This is a Bloody Mary. I killed your baby one. Okay. So Bloody Mary. Awesome, appears. awesome baby murder. Let's do it. She's she's holding a baby. Oh, she screams which startles Devin and then throws the baby at oh, Devin. Oh, oh, so Devin, surprise. So then Devin does not catch the baby. Oh no. And she's like, 
fuck. And she turns back to the mirror to be like, fuck, I didn't catch that baby. And Throw it Bloody again. Mary, Throw the baby again. Throw another one. I'll catch it this time. I promise. Mulligan. Uh, Throw more turns- of your babies at me. <laughs> she turns back to the mirror. And as she turns back, Bloody Mary reaches through the mirror and slaps her across the face. And said, Don't drop that my was my baby, baby, you idiot. You dropped my baby. You and she's like the baby. weirdest the weirdest thing is I got a red handprint across my face oh, from where she slapped me, which to this day, anytime she looks in a mirror, the handprint is there. Whoa. That is spooky. Damn. Uh, so now we move to the one boy of the group. Ooh. So he said mostly girls, but this one comes from Raul. Okay. Um, so Raul? They, were doing, they were doing this story, in, uh, the, the legend, in a big group, boys and girls together. Oh, ooh, that's a progressive so sleepover. Yeah. So they're at one of these, like, I don't know, homes of one of these kids. Um, and everyone starts to do the Bloody Mary thing. They start to see, again, the little black circle that is small and starts to get bigger mm-hmm. the longer they stare at it. And almost all of the kids are like fuck this noise they leave to like go get adults they're like fuck this noise fuck this noise (laughs) (laughs) but this one little boy can't Uh he can't move he's like mesmerized he can't look away he's under mary's spell he can't move out of the bathroom so then the other kids grab him and they're like physically trying to pull him and they're like he's so heavy it's so hard to pull him he was husky he's a husky i was gonna say like if he't a fat kid you can say it nicer <laughs> I, so they eventually managed to pull him away from the window and they said that for the rest of the day and for a couple of days afterwards he just walked around like he was in a daze he seemed to be having conversations with people who weren't there oh. and his friends couldn't like get him out of it really oh and then like a week later they had another party at that same house yeah that the first party was at and at some point in the party that boy stood up at behest of nothing stood up walked into the bathroom punched the mirror and broke it and then he turned back to his friends and he said i had to close the portal Whoa. and then he was fine okay that whips ass okay sorry about your mirror my mom and dad aren't gonna pay for it i You're, had it's to a close the portal and then but he, he said like, that I had to close the portal. Oh, there is. Close the portal, mother. <laughs> mother, the portal uh, is closed now. So we don't last... have to move away. <laughs> so our last story in a most final destination-y kind oh. of way. Oh, okay, shit. okay. We, we oh, get a shit. We get a story from Cindy. So again, Cindy does this in with a group of girlfriends at a sleepover, very classic Bloody Mary situation. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and they all go in and they're doing the spinning and they're doing the Bloody Mary. Ha, 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 and then the giggling. bathroom starts to fill with the smell of like rotten, gross, like like maybe Farts. rotten meat, rotten oh. flesh, some this beer. gross rotting smell. Okay, not it smells with pickle, sour pickle beer smell. <laughs> it smells yes. like cabbagey pickles. Uh, so it starts to smell like a really rotten thing, and everyone's looking around like, oh, oh. And then they Who realize there's an the old mirror. woman face in the mirror. Oh, and they're like, fuck. And they turn on the lights and they run out of the room. And they're like, oh my god, that was so scary. I can't believe that just happened. Um, I'm so glad we like turned the lights on and everything's fine now. But one of the little girls is like. No, that was all fake. None of that really happened. Bloody and she Mary goes into the bathroom where the lights now. on and there's an old woman pooping. <laughs> it's uh, just so grandma. Give me a little privacy, please. <laughs> so this girl, Amber, is like, no, 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 this didn't happen. Like, that's not real. So fake then, news. 
So then four, four months later, I guess these girls are teenagers. Four months later, Amber is in a really bad car accident. Oh, no. And when her friend goes to visit her at the hospital, she's like, what happened? And she's like, I was driving in my car. It was nighttime. I was driving in my car. I looked into my rearview mirror to check behind me and Bloody Mary... That old woman face was in the backseat of my car and in the reflection, I see her lunge forward to grab for the steering wheel and my car drove itself into a tray. Whoa. I looked in the rearview mirror and Bloody Mary's in the backseat still pooping. Still (laughs) pooping. Can you give me a little privacy? And then she jumps forward and crashes into a tree. So then Amber was like, I definitely believe now, but like now every time I look in a mirror, I see her and she won't leave me alone. Oh, oh no. And then apparently two months after that, they found Amber drowned in her own bathtub. Oh my God. Sat on by Bloody Mary's yeah, fat by ass. A, yes. Just fat, drowned wrinkled in farts. Ass. Yep. Just <laughs> fucking farts into bathwater until she dies. Until she dies. She's That's overcome by the fart smell. when you don't give me privacy. <laughs> I told you I exist. <laughs> and so, you as know. you can see, Bloody Mary, definitely real. Definitely. Now, now hang on a second. Hang real. on a second. Soup's Did real. you ever play Bloody Mary Deer? Yes. Did you ever see an old grandma pooping? No. Did you ever see anything? No, I would. I got the phenomenon that Vanessa mentioned where it's like you see certain, like your face start to shift and move and stuff. So it was like my face looking in the mirror, but it was like starting to change. But that happens. Yeah, that's that strange when you, face. Phenomenon. Yeah, when yeah, you yeah. look at yourself. So that's no, all science that. is science is fake news. No, oh, it's all, okay. yeah, yeah. it's a mirror witch. It's yeah, all no. a mirror, <laughs> the mirror witch uh, came and yeah. she made my face look different. Now, Tuna, did you ever play Bloody Mary? Oh my God, all the fucking time. Now, did anything good ever happen to you? No. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, sorry. Well, I tried. No. There'd, there'd be like times you'd do it at a sleepover and one of the girls would be like, something touched me and we'd all scream and run out of the room. But like, nothing, <laughs> yeah. nothing ever happened to me. Yes. I feel like my friends just needed more attention than others. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Meanwhile, like the mom and dad of the house are downstairs just rolling their eyes at like the scampering of these feet <laughs> and people screaming. Tiny children Little, feet. Yeah, tiny children feet <laughs> shrieking in the upstairs. <laughs> Have you guys seen that TikTok of the mom who's like my daughter and her girlfriends are upstairs playing with a Ouija board and she's at the the power circuit oh, yeah. and the lights for th- Oh my I was god. like that fucking whips, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. She's like, uh, well, no, I'm I not played, sleeping tonight. I played Bloody Mary a lot. Uh I never I never had anyone try and throw me a baby, sadly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess Catch a baby, good. Tuna. I, don't, I want that fucking baby. I don't want your Can't baby from me. I don't want your baby. Not I, I, don't, I did not accept responsibility for this baby. <laughs> I don't know this baby. You I don't ever know. touched the baby last is responsible. And that was <laughs> you, Bloody Mary. You come in here and get this fucking baby. Look, Maury says I am not the mother. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not. It's oh. not my baby. Uh, anyway, so that's the, the story of Bloody Mary. I, I like want it. Maury to do a show where like this lady's got like <laughs> 67 kids and she's like, you're not, you're not the mom of any of these. I know. <laughs> I caught him on grandma wheels this, out on a on a mobile toilet. It's me, which keeps throwing them at me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they're they're diaper babies. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, anyway, so that's the story of Bloody Mary. I like it. Uh, I'm glad I got to tell it to you, Bob. I didn't know that you've never heard about Bloody Mary. You never I've, did it as a kid. No, uh, I didn't do that. We would go to people's houses and play video games and watch movies. That's what we did. We did and not. fart on each other because you're boys. Yeah. Uh, no, my friends typically did not. We would all we would hit each other with pillows on occasion. I farted on my brother <laughs> a lot. 
Like, yeah. Here's a story from the Quinn household. Uh, every morning, my brother would sit down at the, at the kitchen table reading wishbone books, and I would wake up, run down the hallway, and immediately fart on his head. And he was so engrossed in the book, he never saw me coming. <laughs> so every morning, I'd fart on his head. So now every time he reads a wishbone book and tries to relive happy childhood memories, he, he smells, smells fart. farts. He, yep. Yeah. And that's it's what I did. It's Pavlovian at this yep. point. Yeah. Exactly. Read a wishbone book, smell a fart. That's what I did. Yep. You're welcome, Dave. Love you. Yep. Don't you wish Bo- Engineer a- Bob was your older brother? Yep. I super don't, but take a candle into the bathroom, meet an old grumpy smelly lady. Yeah. Yep. That's all you got to do. Maybe. We got to talk about this beer. Jesus Christ. Okay. So this beer, it's from Barrel Brothers, which yep. is in Sonoma County. Yep. And it says, uh, an unstoppably drinkable kettle sour packaged, uh, packaging a pleasantly peculiar punch, which that I will agree with. Accurate. Absolutely. Uh, with wild brine brinery juices and Barrel Brothers expert intoxicatables. That's funny. Uh, the brine juice is made from cabbage, which is 100% what it smells like. Yep. Mm-hmm. Cucumbers and steel cut oats, and fresh dill and salt. These flavors engage the senses in a bare knuckle boxing match for your taste buds. It's never been this much fun to get punched. It is so strange it is it's the so, weirdest is, beer i've ever had without argument the weirdest beer i've ever it had is, yeah. and we have that weird thai basil salad yes. beer yeah at the fucking bar. this is weirder it's salty this is weirder. it's cabbagey it's pickly it's sour yeah it's got it's, like that it does you can taste like the odiness to it it's all it's over not the that fucking sour board. and it smells like a weird cabbage fart and i'm it telling smells you weird cabbage it's yeah. fucking delicious and it's I've 4%. never had anything like it. It's the weirdest goddamn beer. I absolutely love it. Yeah. It's 4%. So you could pound it, except you can't because it's like drinking pickle brine. I yeah. Bob doesn't think care. I could pound these. Like, I, I'm not even I kidding think, you. Like, I, I, I think you would get a tum-tum ache. I yeah. would enjoy it. I welcome this tum-tum ache. <laughs> I want to be sore in the morning. Yes. I do. I don't I can't uh, explain it. I don't know why I like it. It's the strangest uh, goddamn flavor, but every, I'm like, I want more of this. It is weird. I did pick it off of our new craft beer delivery service because I was like, pickle beer, we got to try it. Yeah, I had the same thought because mm-hmm. I saw it and I was like, I like pickles. Yeah, I know, we, but we all like pickles. Uh, Podcast Mom. Yes. As a big fan of sours, yes. do you enjoy this? Because as I am not a fan of sours, I don't find this to be very sour at all. It is not sour. I do have yeah. to say that. It has it's elements of it. It's got an undernote of it. It's got a, a little, tanginess. It does have yeah. a little bit like where it kind of gets you in the back of the throat yeah. like when you first drink it, but it goes away pretty quickly. Yeah, because the, the the brininess is really, it's it kind of overwhelms the sour a it bit. It does, yeah. So I want to yeah. say that the pickle juice overwhelms the possible sour that you get. Oh, burps taste like cabbage. <laughs> oh, yeah. And by the way, guys, uh, listeners, this beer looks like grapefruit juice. It yes. does. It really, really does. It smells like cabbage, looks like grapefruit juice, tastes like a pickle. Yeah. Uh, it's the weirdest fucking it's beer. The weirdest. But for a sour, yeah. it's not a super sour sour, but it's a it's a decent one. Like if you're not huge into the like super pucker up kind of thing, um, it's for you. And if you like- I wouldn't even say that because th- this isn't, like, pardon me for disagreeing, but like, it's not a sour. It's yes, like not. I, it's, I the, it's, don't, it's 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 I don't own like fucking a, thing. Yeah, I don't like a sour, and I the more I drink this, the more I like it. Mm-hmm. I I I absolutely love it, and I don't know why. It's so fucking weird. I mean, you can go buy more. Yep. It, you can't inhale as you drink though, because it really smells like cabbage. Yeah, it's got a. It's yeah, got a weird... you got a mouth inhale, like just yeah. <gasps> as you're drinking. Yeah. Anyway. Um. Yeah. Anyway, hey, this is the part of the show where I get to pick a winner. Hey, you know what I like? What? Laws about child murder. 
Oh. Love them. You know what else I love? Yeah. Games where you get to catch babies. Yep. Catch um, baby games. Catch the baby. I also, love exchange- child murder. Uh-huh. I love exchanging rebar for butt stuff. Yep. I bet you do. I love a game where trans-dimensional ghosts slap me in the face. But if there's one thing I hate more than anything, it's Nicholas Sparks. Vanessa wins! Oh, my God! I won with my mirror witch. Mirror witch. <laughs> I thought I bought the weirdest beer, and I'm doing a story that's like maybe not really a ghost. I'm definitely not going to win this week. No way, man. But Bob man. liked the story, and he liked the weird beer. That's right. This Everything's beer is coming so off strange. Engineer Bob is the winner for this episode. I am the winner and of this episode. I, I learned things and I got to drink the weirdest fucking beer on the planet. Yeah, it's it's. if you guys have the opportunity to try this, uh, we now joined a craft beer delivery service who, who has it amongst their options. Yes. So if you're able to get Barrel Brothers from somewhere, yes. honestly, give it a try. Maybe give it a try with friends. Yeah. I think a whole can might be a bit overwhelming unless you're Engineer Bob. Yeah. Yes, unless I, you're Engineer Bob. Give it a try to make sure you like it first because I could see somebody tasting this and going, what the fuck is yes. this? And then getting very yes. angry at you. Yes. Also, not specie. Not species. No, it says species on the can. There's zero That's species. False advertising. Zero species. Incorrect species notifications. Yeah. Yes. Specimen. <laughs> Incorrect turn, turn specimens. Turn off notifications, iPhone. These are You're not, species. not species. I'm not allowing these push notifications. No. Don't know Christ. where my. Jesus, don't. I'm not going to allow you to like know my location. Location service is off. Off. You don't need to know where I am all the time. Yeah. Yes, but Tim just when Cook. I'm drinking your beer. Spicy beer. Anyway. <laughs> wow. You guys, thank you so much for not being grumpy and listening to our whole episode about grumpy ghosts. Yeah, come back next week. <laughs> there'll be more booze. And there'll be more bros. <laughs> Until then. Cheers. Cheers. Ooh, clinkies. Musical. That was a good one. <laughs>